Hi, and welcome to episode 158 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Amy. And today's title of our episode is Don't Allow Your In-Laws to Be a Wedge in Your Marriage. And here's what you can do. The, the reason why we wanted to talk about this subject, well, first of all, Amy and I, we don't have a lot of experience in this subject. We are definitely not going to have anything to share personally. Because my, my parents rock and your mom rocks. Yeah. And we get along great with our in-laws. Yeah. So. However. There's a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of people that don't. We know a lot of people that have serious marriage issues because of the issues that they have with their in-laws or with their parents. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really is sad to see, like, just how much, I mean, conflict there is, right? I just always thought that when you got married, you would, what's the word I'm looking for? I to your spouse. To cling. Cling. Cling, cling to word. your spouse. Cling to your spouse. And then I talk to people and I'm like, wait. Wait, what? Like they're literally picking their in-laws yeah. or or their own parents over their spouse. And I'm like, okay, the the word wedge is a really good in this topic because you can't let anything or anybody put a wedge in your marriage. Like you got married to cling to each other. It's just so I don't know. It's so easy for me to understand, but so hard. For some people to do. <laughs> and we, But we know there are a lot of people out there that struggle with their yes. in-laws. Oh, and, sure. and because of their relationship or their lack of relationship with their in-laws, it, it puts a big strain on their marriage. Like I said, imagine, so imagine that, uh, you know, I don't like Amy's mom or, or. That would be really rough. I get it. Yeah. So. That would be really rough. So, and so my attitude is like, I don't want to be around your mom. I don't want, I don't want to go to her house. Imagine that conflict or how that's going to make Amy feel. I love my mom. That would really hurt our marriage for sure. And also like, like I said, just me saying, oh, I don't want to go to her house or I don't want to do this or I don't want to be around her. Now all of a sudden Amy's got to pick and choose. Like, do I support my husband? But I really want to be with my parent, with my mom. Um, now it puts Amy in a very difficult situation to where she's in a no-win situation as well. Which isn't fair. Which isn't fair, but we see that happening with a lot of couples. There's lots of different angles we could take this topic, right? Because there's those, those people that are so attached to their own parents that that creates a wedge. Or they're so distanced from their spouse's parents and that creates a wedge. Like, there's just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's tricky. But I think in this episode we're going to cover, you know, how to, I guess, how to have a better relationship with your in-laws so that it doesn't affect your marriage. Because there are things that you can do to have better relationships, even if you don't get along great with them. If you can at least have a, a semi-decent relationship with them, it's going to have a significant impact on your marriage and your relationship with your spouse. For sure. And we're talking about in-laws who, I know there's all sorts of different scale when it comes to healthy relationships, right? We're talking about 
in-laws who are not super toxic, right? I mean, yeah, super, I mean... I mean, there's just all these different stages where, or, like, different situations where you would have to remove yourself. But yeah, we're just talking true. about so true. things that you can do to keep the relationship on all areas healthy. Yeah, because right? we do know people that have had to remove their in-laws from their life. Yeah, and yeah, we do. just because of the toxicity and things like that. Yep. So, so should we dive in and talk about these things? Yes. So I think the first thing, uh, how to get along with your in-laws better is try to be respectful. Um, I think respect is really the foundation of any good relationship. So even if you don't get along great with your in-laws, at least try to show them ex- uh, respect, you know, uh, respect for their opinions, um, things like that. Now, that doesn't mean you have to put up with things. You can still have boundaries, which we'll talk about. But at least respect that they have their own opinions, they have their own background and experiences and thoughts, and they may not align with yours, but at least try to respect and understand those. It is your spouse's parents. I mean, you're literally married to your spouse because they had your spouse. Like, it's it's their her parent, his or her parent. Yeah. And, and they're and, looking out and, for their daughter or son, right? And, yeah, and they're older, and we're supposed to respect our elders. So, like you said, I like that you said... No matter if you agree on everything or just have different personalities and backgrounds, respect should still be given. Right? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it is your spouse's parents. Even if you don't like them, you still should respect them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you need to try to be open-minded um, and accept that, again, they have different perspectives than you do. Um, they, have, they might have different values or goals or beliefs. Uh, they might have been raised a completely different way. I think that's another thing to really take into consideration, too, is nowadays kids are raised or, or how do I say this, they have different experiences than maybe they did 40 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Kids are raised completely different nowadays than they were 40 years ago and so that that applies too with people that are older than us Mm -hmm. i mean they were raised completely different so we need to take take those things be open-minded take those things into consideration and try to be able to put ourselves in their in their shoes so to speak and see their perspective of things i think we can learn a lot from people with different perspectives but i think that takes humility which a lot of people don't have yeah but yeah, like open-mindedness. I I just hear a lot of like holidays, right? People are like oh, oh, holidays are like brutal. Holidays. Good thing. Well, it's summer. It's coming summer, so you're probably gonna have like Fourth of July barbecues, all those kind of things. But some people totally dread the holidays so bad. I'm so glad that we don't have to deal with this. But they can be tricky when a bunch of people are hanging out for multiple days and their political views come out and their backgrounds come out sometimes you have to bite your tongue (laughs) right that's right it's not easy that should probably be another section it's a good thing that uh our our in-laws all the political views align with us yes we are very lucky in that sense (laughs) Uh, third you know communication is critical in any relationship including with your in-laws so 
when you're talking to them, you know, be be clear and honest um, when expressing your thoughts and your feelings and how you feel. Um, obviously, don't want to get into confrontation and start yelling and things like that, but just talk to them and be open and honest about how you feel about certain things and expect the same in return from them. Mm -hmm. And this one is important with tone of voice. Like we always talk about like with your spouse, respect for your in-laws is really important. And with respect and communication comes speaking kindly. You can have a disagreement with an in-law and still be mature and respectful in your conversation without yelling at each other, calling names, all those things that can happen when we get upset, right? Yeah. And I, I'm sure we'll get into it, but we'll, we'll be talking about setting boundaries. Like, just remember, when it comes to your in-laws, it's the two of you against, not against, but it's the two of you against everyone else in the world. Like, you are the solid foundation so in approaching any situation that comes to in-laws and extended family members, you've got to be united in all things. Well, you're, you're exactly right. And setting boundaries are essential to protecting your relationship. And, and I think also maintaining a healthy relationship with your in-laws. Um, and there's so many, so many boundaries. We can all relate to this when grandma and grandpa, the in-laws come over and they just completely spoil the kids or don't have any rules or or do things that maybe were are against what we would do in our household uh maybe maybe they're tending and things are completely different like most people can relate to that um but it is important to set boundaries with your in-laws i mean these could be as simple as like even like you talked about holidays and getting together for holidays you know um your in-laws show up and want to stick around for two or three days, right? Or, or a week. Or a week or whatever that is, like on Christmas vacation and Uncle Eddie. Um, set those boundaries and let them know what's expected and what is not, not tolerated, what's tolerated, and really make those boundaries very clear. And it's the way you go about it, too. Like, we want to have a great relationship with you. So can we talk about these things? And these things... We're really trying to work on these things in our house or with our kids. Do you think that we could compromise in the middle about this certain area? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's always having those conversations beforehand instead of while it's happening. That's very important is setting those boundaries as the two of you before you get into that situation. If you know that your in-laws are coming for a week or, or whatever, however long, and you know there are certain things that are going to cause issues. Talk about what those issues could be with your spouse and get on the same page together. And then if it's something that you need to approach your in-laws on before they come or before you go, have those conversations and make sure it's all cleared up before it can happen. Like just don't put yourself in those kind of situations where something's going to be negative, right? Yeah, for sure. So and the biggest thing I see like... So you have a good relationship with my parents. I have a good relationship with your mom, right? Right. And this next one is probably the biggest thing that I see um, that can be really important. And that's be very appreciative. Um, show your in-laws how much you appreciate them and the things that they do for you and your family. And just, you know, show simple acts of kindness. So I'm not going to, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but what do you think like, so you have a good relationship with my parents, right? What do you think has helped cause that good relationship 
So I think, okay, so his parents literally live one minute away from us. <laughs> and at first we were alone in our city for years and years and years having our kids. We had no family here. So when they moved here, I got super like worried, maybe just a little bit worried. Like maybe they're going to be a little too close. Maybe they're going to be a little too involved. Maybe we're going to spend too much time. I don't know. Like I, but I, I think it all comes down to attitude. So my attitude was, this is your family. They are amazing people. I mean, every family has things they do that might bug them, right? Like that's normal. Like just like our spouses. But hold on, that's a new conversation. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm teaching. But you. I think it all comes down to attitude. I'm like, okay, these people are amazing people. This is his family. So let's talk about, okay, how often are we going to do dinners with them? Like, how often are we going to see them? How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? What is too much? What is too little? How, what is this going to look like? And having the attitude of respect for them, and even if your in-laws drive you nuts, which mine don't, thank goodness, but I still have to respect the fact that that's his family and he we need to spend time with them together. And, and so course, I, yeah. going into it with an attitude that we're all family now that we're married, we have to make this relationship work. How are we going to make it work instead of trying to avoid it? And we're all adults. We should be able to try and make relationships work unless they're super toxic, like I said. Whether right? you're a husband or whether you're a wife, the second you show your spouse that you don't have interest in their family or that you have problems with their family. That would hurt. That is going to cause issues between you and your spouse. Absolutely. How can Absolutely. it not? So um, another thing you can do is try to find common ground with them. You know, even, even if you have a million things that you just don't have in common, try to find those things that you do have in common. Maybe it's a game. Maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's, you know, cooking or fishing. Um, Try to find something that you have in common with your in-laws that maybe that's your way of connecting when you're around each other. Yeah, or create something common. Yeah. Just like we always say with your spouse, go find something that can connect you. If you have completely opposite lives, find that one thing that you can do together and enjoy together. And that can be used in the same way with, with family members. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, don't think, don't take things personally. I think a lot of times, you know, we just, we take every thing that our in-laws do or say as, you know, maybe hurtful or frustration, frustrating. Um, remember that their behavior is probably likely not about you, but dealing with their, you know, own experiences and past and things that they've dealt with in life. And sometimes things may come across in a, in a different way, but mm -hmm. again, just try not to take things personally. I think that's a that's... big thing as well, too, is just brush it off and just say, you know, that's that's them talking and, and just try to brush it off. And sometimes this is can be the biggest forgiveness test that you get is with extended family members. But forgiveness is key. And when you love your spouse, you have to be willing to forgive those kind of things for your spouse. For his family. It's just something you have to do. We have to forgive. We are commanded to forgive. Yeah. Sometimes it's not easy. <laughs>
And I, th- I think it's really important too to sit down together as a couple and you know talk about talk about these things together. Talk about you know where the issues are happening with the in-laws or how each other are feeling, and then sit down and put a game plan together. I know Amy and I have had to do that in our relationship many we, times. Mm-hmm. We've sat down. And we said, okay, how how are we going to handle this? How often are we going to go to dinner here or go to dinner here or what are we going to do for holidays? Because I come from a divorced family, and so it even makes it even more complicated. But just really, again, setting those boundaries, but really sitting down and talking with each other. And now that we've kind of established that and know how we're going to handle things and what the boundaries are, I think it makes things a lot easier. And there has to be balance. And that balance has to be made between the two of you. How much you're going to see them, how less you're going to see them. And you have to be... this This is the... Hardest and biggest struggle with in-laws is when the couple isn't united. When I mean, that just causes so much contention, especially if, if an extended family or in-law says something and then the spouse is sitting there and say they say it to the daughter-in-law or son-in-law and the spouse doesn't stand up for them. That is like an instant deep wedge in your marriage. And that happens a lot. It happens a lot. And that's really hard because then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm the victim here. Now I have to forgive your family and now I have to forgive you too. You're my spouse. Like, why didn't you stand up for me? So being united. (laughs) Yeah. Then just really sitting down and having that communication and setting those boundaries and standing up for each other um, can really make things a lot easier in your relationship. Oh, absolutely! Oh, this is just one of those one of those topics that communication just whoa so important, so important. Yep. That's all you have to say on that. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about. <laughs> oh, I'm um, just teasing. Well, that oh. one I just want to reiterate: like, don't betray your spouse to your parents. Like, I just. I can't say that one strong enough. Like, you have to be there for each other. Yeah. yeah you just I do. Agree. Yep. Well, like we said before, you know, unfortunately, this is an area that Amy and I haven't had to deal with a lot of issues in. But I think a lot of the reason we haven't had issues in this subject is because we sat down, we set those ex- expectations and boundaries and talked about these things before, right? And we make goals in our marriage. And our goal is to have a good relationship with all of our family members. That's a goal that we set together. And that take work. That takes work just like any other goal. It's not easy to just have relationships, especially if it like, this is where it gets hard is when it starts off maybe bad. Like maybe they were judgmental against you or your spouse or... Or just something happened that was super unhealthy and toxic and then it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. I think it's important to realize that sometimes relationships can be really crappy, but you can, if you genuinely like go to that person or to the in-laws and say, I don't like what's been going on for 10 years or five years or 20 years, whatever it is, I want to fix this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to have a relationship with you. I mean, that's such a great first start if things have gone Imagine what that would do. Yeah. Can you imagine if, like, there's animosity between you and your family and the other person's the bigger person that says, I want to fix this. I want a relationship with you. I'm sorry for what I've done. You've caused me pain. I've caused you pain. Let's be Let's fix humble this. and mature 
an adult about this and try and fix this wedge because it's hurting our marriage too. Like, what a big step. Like, be that person. Yeah. It can be healed. I've seen relationships be healed. So, so if you're a couple that feels like, you know, this is the subject is causing issues in your relationship, like I said, follow these steps. Sit down as a couple, talk about these, set boundaries, talk about, you know, what you can do to, you know, help your spouse and vice versa and just, you know, have that open discussion together and, and come, come find balance. And I think if you do those things, you'll see not only your relationship improve greatly with your spouse, but also following these steps, uh, you'll see your relationship improve greatly with your in-laws. And I think that, like I already said, that sometimes we, we say, I can't have a relationship with that person. That person has hurt me. It's amazing how many relationships, like you change your attitude and then they can turn amazing and it like just helps the whole, the whole marriage. Yeah. It's just, it's doable and it's so important. It is totally doable. So important. And it'll transform every aspect of your relationship if you can get those things figured out with your in-laws. Yes. So... Anyways, we hope all of you are enjoying the podcast, uh, getting ready for summer, and uh, just appreciate all the things that you guys do and and the support. If you have any um, questions or anything for us or any topics you want to hear, reach out to us at amyultimateintimacy.com. And until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.